Welcome to another episode of Darling So It Goes. I'm your host Pascal and I'm so happy you're tuning in with me tonight. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I just can't believe how fast the week is gone. Have you had a chance to work on any of your Claire's? Which Claire did you find was the easiest for you? Clairvoyance, Clairaudience, or Clairsentience? Are you a clear seer, a clear hearer, or a clear feeler? Maybe you're equally good at all three. Aren't you blessed? Keep up your practice and your journaling. It just makes life more interesting and exciting. Before we get going on tonight's topic, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, and then we'll delve right in. So tonight, we're going to be a little selfish and talk about ourselves. To be more precise, we're going to talk about our higher self and our shadow selves. To start to understand what your higher self and your shadow self really are, let's first question where we as humans fit into this world. As humans, we put labels on everything as a way of communicating and putting order into our universe. We label tables and chairs, trees and flowers, the sun and the moon, and everything under each of them. But the reality is, everything in the universe is made up of energy, the same energy. The energy that we label as a rock is the same energy that we label as a horse. Science says the difference between the rock and the horse is just the rate at which the two vibrate. So if you can start to look at a human, a tree, a dog, and the ocean as part of the same energetic collective, you just might start looking at the world a bit differently. This is when we start to question who we are, how we got here, and what our purpose is for being here in the first place. When I sit at the beach and look at the ebb and flow of the ocean, or ponder the perfect spiral in a seashell, I can't help but wonder at the perfection of it all. When I watch a beautiful sunset at my favorite beach, I feel excitement and wonder in my soul. Have you ever watched a baby being born? It's the most amazing, wonderful, awe-inspiring thing I have ever experienced. All of these things, while maybe at different levels of awe, touch our souls in a particular way that just cannot be explained. There are an assortment of moments in time that let us know that there is more to our lives than just going to work, eating dinner, and going to bed, just to wake up and do it all again tomorrow. There is more to life than we can begin to comprehend, even on our best days. When you allow yourself to let go and lose yourself in the wonder, it's not hard to begin to notice that there is more than meets the eye in the world and within ourselves. We often talk about listening to our higher self, but what does that really mean? Depending on your belief system, you might call your higher self God, Allah, Buddha, the universe, 
or even something else. It doesn't matter what you call it because just as we are all individuals, we are all part of the collective. And in the collective, we come together as energetic beings. This is where the magic exists. I've come to spirituality from a Catholic background. I was raised going to CCD. We called it Sunday school back then. My kids actually went to CCD most years on weeknights, not on Sundays. I ended up teaching second grade CCD quite by accident. This is what happened. I went to the annual parent meeting on the first night of classes. My daughter, who is my oldest, was in her second year of CCD. As all the kids were waiting to be dismissed to their respective classes, it was announced that there was still no teacher for second grade this year. What? All the parents just looked at each other, not wanting to make any eye contact with the director for for fear of being asked to sign up, myself included, but then no one volunteered and it got awkward. So I raised my hand and I said I would do it. A couple of other moms offered to help me with the classes, thankfully. I was given an attendance sheet and the kids lined up. I was very suddenly, quite by accident, a second grade CCD teacher. This was the big year, the year these second graders made their first confession and their first Holy Communion. There was so much anticipation about little white dresses, white robes, and what the Eucharist could possibly taste like. They couldn't even imagine it. Did it actually taste like bread? Did it taste like oyster crackers? Little did I know that these eight-year-olds who didn't seem old enough to understand what they were even preparing for, had big questions and they were looking for big answers. I said a silent prayer before each evening's class, asking God to give me the words to teach these sweet souls what they needed to learn. On one particular evening, we were discussing the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There was so much confusion about these three entities and how they could be separate, but at the same time, be one. At that moment, I wasn't sure what I was going to say, and then suddenly my prayer for guidance was answered. The explanation and the words just seemed to flow like I was reading from a page. I asked the class, who has ever baked a cake from a box of cake mix? Most little hands went into the air. I continued to talk about how you mix the ingredients in a bowl, but instead of pouring all the batter into a cake pan, imagine that you poured just enough batter into a cupcake pan for only one cupcake, then poured the rest of the batter into that cake pan. Both pans go into the oven to bake at the same time. When the timer goes off, both pans come out of the oven, and now you have a cake and a cupcake. While a cake and a cupcake are different, they are the same because they came from the same batter. To my delight, and quite honestly, my relief, they suddenly understood how the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit could be different and at the same time, one. 
I was honestly so proud and I said a silent thank you to that divine intervention that gave me the words. I'd never heard an explanation like this before, so I knew that these words were given to me. In hindsight, I can picture the line from my higher self through myself to reach these children. Like I said earlier, depending on your belief system, you might call your higher self God, Allah, Buddha, the universe, or something else. Again, it doesn't matter what you call it, because just as we were all individuals, we are all part of the collective. And in the collective, we come together as energetic beings. This is where the magic exists. For me, in that moment, the magic was the words that came from my higher self, the collective, God. It was like the magic in a child's eyes on Christmas morning, the wonder and the awe. But as we always talk about, we do live in a dual universe. Where there's good, there's bad. Where there's light, there's dark. Where there's our higher self that's full of light and wonder, there's also our shadow self. Your shadow self is that part that you want to keep hidden away from the rest of the world. It's all those parts of yourself that need to be worked on, whether you realize it yet or not. The two selves are like most people's social media accounts. The higher self is everything perfect and wonderful that gets posted for all the coveted likes and loves. The shadow self is the rest of the stuff that doesn't get to see the light of day for fear of judgment, ridicule, or shame. The higher self is the beautiful pictures with the perfect lighting of the perfect day with your family. The shadow self is what you don't post about. The days where you yelled at your kids and cried because you're out of patience and your husband won't be home to rescue you for three more hours. But let's be clear, your shadow self isn't bad. Your shadow self is just those parts of you where you need to do your work. As you continue to develop your spirituality, connect with your higher self and raise your vibration, you'll start to be more and more aware of your shadow self. Let's talk about some examples. Let's say you see a person at the mall and they're wearing an outfit that you deemed totally inappropriate. You turn to the person you're with, point out the person who dared to wear such garments and put all your judgment toward them with enthusiasm. Now let's say you've always enjoyed doing this. You and your friends love to pick apart people's clothes, hair, makeup, body types, and on and on and on. And it's fun. It's so fun until it's not. The more you lean into your spiritual path and start to treat everyone you meet with kindness, the more you will start to recognize when you're casting judgment and shame on someone else. The judgment and shame are part of your shadow self. Let's say you're driving in your car and someone cuts you off in traffic. Normally, you might swear at them, give them a nasty look, and possibly even gesture at them with your hand. You know what I'm talking about. Again, as you continue to develop your spirituality and work on yourself, 
you just might start to realize that anytime you send negative thoughts into the universe about a person, you're actually putting a stain on their aura. As you continue to work on aspects of your shadow self, you might start to react differently in those sorts of instances. Now, if someone cuts me off in traffic, I say out loud, surrounding you with love and light, have a great day, sir. Not only am I sending them off with positivity, I'm keeping my own energy and my vibration high by not giving in to my negativity. Are you starting to understand the difference between your higher self and your shadow self? Whenever you're questioning what to do in a particular situation, always lean into the question with your higher self. Ask yourself how you feel on the inside of your body when you have a lower vibration reaction. How does it feel inside your body when you have a higher vibration response? Really say each one out loud and see what it does to your body and to your energy. You'll have your answer pretty quickly. Is it easy to face your shadow self and start to do the work to improve it? Not usually, but it's totally worthwhile when it allows you to live in a more stress-free, higher vibration way. Absolutely worthwhile. In the book, The Message from Water, Dr. Masaru Emoto performed an experiment to see what would happen to water molecules when frozen after mean, ugly words were spoken to them. Then again, after kind, beautiful words were spoken. Once the water molecules were frozen, Dr. Emoto used a powerful camera to take magnified pictures of the ice crystals. The crystals that were spoken to in a harsh way were mangled and ugly. The crystals that were from the water spoken to with love and kindness were beautiful, like the perfect crystal. In this experiment, Dr. Emoto shows us that what we say and feel, as well as what we listen to, has an effect on water, and because we are made up of water, it also has an effect on us. Will hearing this make you question how you treat people, how you respond to others? What if we, as a collective, started to look at our shadow selves and really pay attention to the energy we're passing on? What do you think the world could look like, could feel like, if we all started to pay just a little more attention? What do you think the evening news might look like if we all started to work on our shadow selves and really lean into our higher selves for guidance? Because I'll tell you this, your higher self will never lead you down a dark path. Your higher self is full of light and kindness and love, both for yourself and for others. None of us are perfect people and none of us will ever be perfect people. The best we can hope for is to use our time on this earth to work on our own spirits, our own selves, show up in a way that raises the vibration of not only ourselves and others, but that of the entire collective unconscious. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what I truly believe we're here to do. If you've ever questioned, why am I here? What is my purpose? 
I truly believe we were all given the purpose of lifting one another to shine our light on our shadow selves and to raise the vibration of the collective unconscious. So whether you're just starting to notice your shadow self or you've been actively working on it for years and years, congratulations and good for you. Good for all of us. Because don't forget, we're all one and the same. The same energy that never dies, that continues to move from place to place and person to person. How good it feels when the energy from someone else comes from a place of kindness and love. On that note, let's pick a card to round off our episode tonight. Tonight's card that jumped out at me is from the Healing with Angels Oracle card deck from Doreen Virtue. The card that jumped out is Guardian Angel. And the card meaning says, Your guardian angels want you to know how much they love you right now. Your angels love you completely, unconditionally, and it's all-encompassing. You are not alone. You drew this card as a love letter from your guardian angels who want you to know we're right here, we never left you, and can never leave you. Your guardian angels say that you deserve their help and attention. There is nothing that you could have ever thought, said, or done that could ostracize you from your divine helpers. They never judge or abandon you for the mistakes that you make. Your angels are simply here to support you so that you can spiritually grow and help others. Seriously, you guys, could this card be more on point? Your guardian angels, they don't judge you. They don't criticize you. They're just here to help you. Well, that's exactly what we're saying tonight is we're looking at our higher selves versus our shadow selves, those parts of ourselves that we don't want to show other people. But just know that you should not sit in judgment of yourself for your shadow self. Your shadow self is the way it is because of your life experiences, the interactions you've had with other people, maybe from past lives. You have no idea how many lives of experiences you've racked up that are all being held within your shadow self. So don't cast judgment on yourself. Don't cast judgment on other people. Let's just work to bring our shadow selves into the light so we can shine brighter and shine light on other people. And before I sign off tonight, I wanted to read you something from a book that a beautiful friend of mine gave me. She is so full of love and light herself. Her name is Elaine, and she's a yoga instructor. She's honestly just such a bright, beautiful soul. The name of the book is Journey to the Heart, Daily Meditations on the Path to Freeing Your Soul by Melody Beattie. And the book is actually a day-by-day -day, um, meditation that you can just open up, start your day with an intention, however you want to do it. I like to just open up to a random page 
and I feel like I'll get what I need for that day so I don't go in order. But what I wanted to read to you today is honor the beginning. Beginnings can be delicate or explosive. They can start almost invisibly or arrive with a big bang. Beginnings hold the promise of new lessons to be learned, new territory to be explored, and old lessons to be recalled, practiced, and appreciated. Beginnings hold ambiguity, promise, fear, and hope. Don't let the lessons, the experience of the past, dampen your enthusiasm for beginnings. Just because it's been hard doesn't mean it will always be that difficult. Don't let the heartbreaks of the past cause you to become cynical, close you off to life's magic or promise. Open yourself wide to all that the universe has to say. Let yourself begin anew. Pack your bags. Choose carefully what you bring because packing is an important ritual. Take along some humility and the lessons of the past. Toss in some curiosity and excitement about what you haven't learned. Say your goodbyes to those you're leaving behind. Don't worry who you will meet and where you will go. The way has been prepared. The people you are to meet will be expecting you. A journey has begun. Let it be magical. Let it unfold. All parts of the journey are sacred and holy. Take time now to honor the beginning. I really enjoyed tonight's episode and I hope you did as well. I'm sending you peace, love, and light from my higher self to yours. Take these into your week ahead and just remember, no matter what the upcoming week has in store for you, just say, darling, so it goes and keep moving forward. And don't forget to go within. Good night. Thank you for enjoying Darling So It Goes. If you like what you hear, please consider leaving me a great review on your listening platform. Every five-star review lets more and more people find Darling So It Goes. If you have any questions, comments, or an idea for an episode, please feel free to email me at 222-DARLINGSOITGOES at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can follow Darling So It Goes on Instagram and Facebook to keep up with episode information and be the first to know about news and new projects. Please consider sharing these pages with your friends and family so they too can be in the know. Thanks again for listening.